Right now, one of the biggest concerns for leaders in the social sector is the well-being of their staff. From pro bono news and top five movement, this is the Leading Generous Teams podcast, and I'm Claire Desira. As the founder of the top five movement, I've worked with thousands of leaders across 40 countries, and I've seen how challenging it is to lead teams at the best of times, let alone right now. COVID-19 has had a seismic impact on the social sector, and this is taking its toll on the people working in it. So this show is dedicated to you, generous leaders who recognise that the resilience, mindset and mental health of your teams has never been more important. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you can't wait to start building your team's resilience with our free tools, head on over to top5movement.com forward slash tools to get started. And of course, for all of your social sector news, head on over to probonoaustralia.com.au. Hello, and welcome to our first bonus episode of Leading Generous Teams. I want to expand on the conversations that we've already been having around mindset, resilience, and mental health, and ways that you can actually understand more, support yourself and your teams in new ways. When you picture mental health, what do you picture? When you think about seeing a psychologist, what do you picture? Perhaps that picture is very clear for you if that's something you've done before. If it's not, maybe you picture uh, a scene from a movie where a couple's maybe fighting, going back and forth, or perhaps someone's lying on a couch peacefully, yet, you know, confusingly almost uh, navigating memories from their childhood. When you picture someone in a psychologist's office or about to go there, what do you see? Maybe someone that is a bit nervous or jittery or perhaps it's someone that's experiencing lots of really strong emotions like sadness, anger or frustration. Now, one of the biggest myths that we see around mental health support and accessing mental health support is that people think that you need to wait until you're in a crisis but it's actually really untrue and we know that there are tools and there are ways that professional support can actually support you no matter where your mental health's at. When it comes to mental health, we're all somewhere on a scale or a mental health continuum or spectrum as it's also known. Down one end, if you had to picture this, imagine that there's bright red And here we see people who are in crisis, perhaps they're at the point where they really need to be accessing mental health support as soon as possible. Move along that scale a little bit and we start to move from red into the orange. And here we see people who are struggling. They're not coping very well. Maybe they're experiencing mental health conditions like anxiety or depression. They're a bit disengaged with life. You might think that they feel really foggy and like their lights are on, but they feel like no one's home. Move a little bit further along the scale and we start to see a yellow zone. This is right in the middle. You know, it's where people are maybe surviving or coping. You know, they're just getting by. They're not particularly feeling super happy. They're not feeling super sad. They're somewhere in the middle there. Maybe they're, maybe they've, they're functioning well. Maybe they're, they're just kind of getting by. Move a little bit further along and we start to see some greens and we can see people here that are they're thriving. They're more than just getting by. They're actually enjoying life, experiencing positive emotions more than not. They're perhaps sleeping well, in good health, um, actively involved in life. 
And then right up the other end of the scale, this end of the scale is that bright green color. Imagine this is where people are really flourishing. They're really making the most out of life. They're feeling really energetic, really engaged, and, you know, they can feel like they're really unstoppable. Now, regardless of where you are on this scale, we know that there are tools that can support you with your mental health, your resilience and their well and well-being. And one of those things might be actually seeking out professional support. So let's kind of think about if people are in this green zone or even at the higher end of the yellow zone, why would they seek out professional support? What how could that actually be helpful if they're already doing okay? Well, we know that people seek out professional support when they may be going through changes, perhaps they're going for a promotion at work and they want some support with that, or maybe they want to improve a relationship that's not in crisis mode, but is certainly grinding their gears and getting them in a bit of a spin of frustration more often than not. And perhaps it's at work and look, we can all probably relate to it, working with someone that grinds our gears uh, a lot. Um, point out someone who hasn't had a challenging relationship at work, whether it's now or in the past, it's it's very hard to. Um, perhaps people might seek out support when they're in this green zone, maybe if they've been trying to achieve a goal or make some changes in their life and the plan is really clear. They have the education and the tools. They know what they need to do, but they keep getting in their own way. You know, it seems so clear, they know what to do, but they just can't seem to make that change. That can be an amazing opportunity to go and see a professional, use some tools that help you understand more about yourself and how to actually navigate and get some momentum and traction with that change. One other reason might be if people are just feeling a bit of lack of self-confidence. So they're generally happy, but they would just love to have more confidence. And so seeing a professional could help them, again, learn tools to really boost that as well. Talking with a professional can really help you understand more about yourself, really dive into some of your patterns and give you those tools to navigate changes and goals. It might feel like a fluffy idea, yet you know what? It might actually be the most strategic way you could spend some time, either to hold space where you are or to learn how you can move forward in a new way and with refreshed energy. Now, it's so normal at a time like right now, navigating all of this change for us to be shifting along the mental health scale. And it can happen really quickly too. So it's important that we're paying attention. Now, traditional psychology really focused on supporting people that were in that red zone or orange zone, people that are in crisis or really struggling. And some terminology that's used in psychology, literature and and slang is that it's it was a really about fixing what's wrong. Now, you may have also heard about the term positive psychology before, and this is really the idea of building on what is strong. And positive psychology complements work anywhere along the mental health spectrum, but it, it's really drawn on by a lot of people to move from that middle state or that yellow state into a green state of thriving and flourishing and having full energy and really living life, feeling that really fulfilled Uh, happier life. We believe that there are tools that you can use every day to support yourself, to hold space, or where you want to make shifts in the way that you want to along that mental health scale. And we're so, so pleased to see that more and more often workplaces are also valuing this, not just for mental health and mindset, but to really support people to build their well-being and their focus and their confidence, which of course, has a flow-on effect to their self-belief and their ability to navigate changes and to perform better at the end of the day too. We're really big fans of these organisations. 
Before we wrap up today, Generous Leaders, we want to leave you with some tips that can help support you and your team, no matter where you are on the mental health scale, because as we've been covering today, it's really important wherever you are to proactively support and build stronger mental health. So the first tip is around you thinking about how you can role model what you do to build stronger mental health. How can you share what you're doing to help you feel more confident, clear, um, less foggy, and more able to show up in the way that you want to? How can you share that with your team? Now, this, of course, is not writing a script for your team around what you do being right for them, but it's just actually bringing into the conversation important things that you do to increase your mental well-being, to show them that you really value and think that that's something important. The second tip is really taking the time to look out for and resolve where you can sources of stress and tension in the workplace. Of course, there are lots of things outside of our control, but for those things that you can maybe control or influence, especially if they're impacting your mental health or your team's mental health and mindset and how they're showing up, then we encourage you to do what you can. The third is learning how to spot signs of poor mental health in your loved ones and teams and being open to having those conversations as well. It can be a really brave thing to do, but a really powerful one. If this is something you're keen to explore, one thing I really want you to remember is that you don't need to have the answers or to know technically what you need to do to be able to support someone, to be able to listen and make them feel seen and like their feelings are valid. The fourth tip is If your organisation provides a paid psychologist or professional mental health support through a program like an employee assistance program, I want you to really talk to your team about this being an opportunity. Flip the script on how this has traditionally been talked about. It's traditionally talked about as something that you might use as a resource if someone in your team is really struggling or if you're feeling really out of depth. The more leaders that are talking about these programs as an opportunity and a way for people to really proactively seek out, understand more about themselves and their patterns and the things that hold them back and the beautiful things that will move them forward, the better the world will be. And lastly, why not try proactively running some change mindset and resilience training? This is what we see work time and time again and people find our training really accessible because it draws on science and it's practical and we share tools that support with mental health but we also share tools that can equally be used to promote confidence, uh, support people to get stuck in unhelpful thought and behaviour patterns, help people be more focused, productive and better results. We talk about it all day and so happy to answer your questions if you have any So in summary, the five tips are role modeling what you do, reducing those sources of stress and tension where you can in the workplace, learning how to spot those poor signs of mental health and being prepared and brave enough to have those conversations, really flipping the script on the messages around employee assistance programs, and lastly, considering some formal change mindset and resilience and mindset training for your team so they have the tools to support themselves and you and each other uh, along the way. So which one of those will you implement today, generous leaders? I'm sure uh, amongst you listeners, you're already putting some of those in place, but hopefully you've had a chance to learn something new or refresh your memory on some great tools that you have available for you. Hey, we'll be dropping another interview with the incredible community CEO next Tuesday. You don't want to miss this one because the person we're talking to is going to be sharing something 
that any team across Australia can access now for free to build their mental well-being. It's really creative and really fun. So I can't wait for you to hear that. That episode's dropping on Tuesday. Of course, subscribe now if you don't want to miss that or any of our later episodes. Thanks for listening. As we wrap, I want to say a big thank you to all of the generous leaders and their teams out there making a difference in our world, especially right now. I'd like to say thank you to the people of the Kulin Nation from the country where this podcast is produced. And of course, I want to say thank you to you, our listeners. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss an episode. And if you're looking for some tools to get started with straight away, we've got some for you. Head over to top5movement.com forward slash tools. For the latest social sector news, head over to probonoaustralia.com.au. And for now, we're wishing you the strongest mental health mindset and resilience as you head into the rest of your day. Have a good one.